Guerrilla marketing is an advertising strategy in which a company uses surprise and or unconventional interactions in order to promote a product or service. It is a type of publicity. The term was popularized by J. Conrad Levinston, 1984 book, Guerrilla Marketing. Guerrilla marketing uses multiple techniques and practices in order to establish direct contact with the customers. One of the goals of this interaction is to cause an emotional reaction in the clients. And the ultimate goal of marketing is to get people to remember products or brands in a different way than they are accustomed to. Guerrilla marketing is a relatively inexpensive and focuses more on reach rather than frequency. For guerrilla campaigns to be successful, companies don't need to spend large amounts of money. They just need to have imagination, energy, and time. Therefore, it has the potential to be effective for small businesses, especially if they are competing against bigger companies. In today's episode, we are going to explore seven online guerrilla marketing ideas that could give your business that extra oomph you need to rise above your competition. Massage therapy is used by millions of people who want to feel better and live better. Get back to doing what you love. Visit ayamassagecda.com to schedule your appointment. Abandon your aches massage. Relief. Relax. Refresh. Welcome to the Business Buffet Podcast with Ed Bejarana and Phil Anderson. This is a conversation in and around business with a pinch here and a sprinkle there of anecdotal stories. Like most buffets, we will offer the staples, you know, the things that are in every buffet, the meat and potatoes with a cursory helping of veggies. Our Business Buffet podcast aims to give you the fundamental principles and strategies any successful business needs to know. Please subscribe to the Business Buffet podcast wherever you download your podcasts. We hope you're hungry as the Business Buffet is open and ready to serve. Now, here is Ed Bejarana and Phil Anderson. Welcome to Business Buffet. My name is Ed, and with me today is my podcast partner in crime, Phil. Phil, man, you had a busy week last week. How the heck are you doing? I think I'm on 70 hours to this point right now. So we record these on Fridays. So yeah, uh, Social Media Summit Coeur d'Alene, and it's coming out so easy these days because I'm saying it all the time. I believe was a success. Not only that, we're still getting people signing up which is fantastic. That's SMW, awesome. SMWCDA.com to get your pass. Uh, <laughs> sorry. It's like, well, I'll edit that out. And it, it was a busy week. We ended up having 34 speakers. Wow. In, in three and a half days. I, I mean, it's, it's amazing. And the quality was so, so up there. But so much work and still trying to catch up. You know, I'm surprised you have any butt left. I mean, you, you sit in a chair that long. <laughs> oh, I, so what we did, we pre-recorded it, most everything. And so I would just sit there at my computer and I would watch my iPad, which I had on the Hey Summit platform, make sure the speaker came up, started that. And then I would walk away and do some other things and keep an ear on it. And then I would come back because we had a Q&A. So I wanted to make sure we got that into Zoom. So there's a lot of moving parts. So I had to stay close. 
but I would go in the backyard or I'd feed the chickens or I'd walk the dog just to get up and move. But yeah, I was locked into that seat for, for many hours this yeah. week. <laughs> wow. wow. And poor, poor Ed. So we should probably mention today, this episode, we're coming from a new studio. We are, we are. I, uh, because of all of the production increase that we've been doing with Zenith Exhibit Studios, right. I've been looking for new place to record the podcasts. You know, doing it out of my living room, uh, nice as the equipment is, it, it's kind of hard to have a bunch of people there in the living room and the dogs and the wife and all of that disruption. Yeah, so we make it work. We and do. have fun with it. We do. We do. But when you start adding some other voice projects, right. whether it be podcasts or voiceovers or anything like that. Exactly. Now it's a little bit different. So I reached out to my dear friends over at KYMS, Today's Christian Country Radio. 89.9 89.9 FM. And I said, hey, here's what I'm doing. Can you help us out? And Lee, he's just, uh, he's a man of God. He's a good guy. He is a great community guy. He said, yes, I want you right here. I want you doing that here. So, yes, KYMS, Today's Christian Country Radio, is now a sponsor of ours. And helping us out, we're recording in the new studio. And poor Ed left left his house without proper uh, devices. Well, I, you know, I got my cell phone. I know. You know I, <laughs> it's like I'm sitting here with my Mac. I feel, you know, pretty good. Yeah, you get and, to stretch out. I do. I do. And poor Ed is like peering in and he's driving this episode. So it's all him. <laughs> new board, new, new recording bo- I system. Know. I wanted to introduce a new segment since oh, we're yeah, in yeah. a new home. Let's do that. Wanted to introduce a new segment. For lack of a better name, I'm, I'm thinking about calling it, oh, I don't know why this came to me, but... <laughs> The hors d'oeuvre segment. What do you think, Phil? Well, if we only had a, a, a podcast that reflected, I don't know, food. Oh, I love food. I know. I... The business buffet kind of implies food. In fact, true story. Michael Stelzner, who runs Social Media Marketing World down in San Diego, it's huge. It's way bigger than ours. Um, <laughs> I asked if he would be a guest on our podcast, his business buffet. He's like, I don't really know much about food, but... <laughs> business buffet, Michael. B- B- business. Business buffet. That yes, first it's word. A bu- anyway, I think hors d'oeuvres is great. Little little um, touchy to spell it. Appetizers works real well. Yeah, horsey gores. Yeah, right. <laughs> well, you know, maybe during the hors d'oeuvres section, we yeah. can talk about general news bites, business news bites, something that, you know, happened in the local or national business scene, or I don't know, something that is going to happen in a local or national business scene. Uh, yeah, if we could focus on local business, be it a grand opening, mm-hmm. coming soon announcements, a review, recent award or recognition, or you know, we could also talk about a new sponsor. Oh, yeah, for sure. Uh, you know, but I think for today's hors d'oeuvres segment... And we will have new sponsors coming up, too. We will have yes, new sponsors. Yes, they're right around the corner. But for today's hors d'oeuvres, we have to talk about the 900-pound gorilla, because we're doing a episode on guerrilla marketing. Ooh, so but they're spelt differently, but go ahead. We have to talk about social media stuff and specifically what's happening with TikTok. Oh, I specifically said I don't want to talk any social media after having 34 speakers this week, but no, you had to do it anyway. And, and you know, when I was writing this a week ago, <laughs> I was thinking, you know, right about now, Phil is going to be so sick of social media. <laughs> 
Let's well, talk about social media. Well, and here's the funny thing. While you're writing this a week ago, this had a different twist, didn't it? It did. It did. And uh, honestly, I looked at this over the weekend and I was feeling really good because things had changed since you wrote it. I'm like, maybe he won't catch that. <laughs> and I can go, except Ed, that's not the case. No. And it, and it isn't, but it's almost going back to where it was. So TikTok, yeah. Uh, President Trump wanted to ban TikTok from the U.S. First, first let's, let's tell our listeners a little bit about what TikTok is. Okay, so it's a short form video. Uh, it, it disappears in 24 hours. And people, I'll tell you, man, if you actually, have you looked at anything that goes on TikTok? No, I don't use it. Well, so I don't necessarily use it either, but it's my job to at least know a little bit about it. And so I, I have an account. And by the way, uh, TikTok member, membership or people downloading it has skyrocketed in the last three or four Get days. Get it before it goes. <laughs> exactly. Anyway, um, so yeah, their, uh, their users have gone through the roof. They're like, look. And their um, you know, uh, investors probably love that. Anyway, uh, TikTok, you can get sucked in so quickly because there are some really, really creative people out there. I mean, really creative. And they are splicing together video things that used, it came from music.ly, Musical.ly. And uh, so it was really kind of a lip syncing thing. Now it's evolved. And it is something where you see other bigger players in social media actually coming to play. And so, uh, you know, you've got Instagram, Instagram Reels is exactly what TikTok is. Well, they have a bigger user base too. So seeing the choppy waters of TikTok, so, so to re- that, right? So, so to review, TikTok is a video sharing yeah. app. It's short videos. Yep. They, they only live for 24 hours and then they disappear. That's right. So what's happening with TikTok? Uh, so President Trump has, because of the ownership of TikTok is based out of China, has want to put a ban on it because he's a little concerned and many people are of what the Chinese might do to gain access to people's uh, information. And where the main player of TikTok is ByteDance, they say, look, we don't none of our servers are even in China. They're outside and don't they don't fall under Chinese law. That's not enough for many uh, observers, if you will. And so President Trump said, we're going to ban it. And this was a week ago as of this publishing right. over he, a week he, ago. Right. OK. And yet just after that, Walmart and Oracle came to the plate and uh, threw something down, which would have pushed ownership at over 50% of U.S. ownership. So there's still a lot of hurdles to jump through on that, and we'll see what happens. But literally, this is why we record these and publish them really so close. It's probably closer than we're both comfortable doing, but in this case, I mean, this is changing every 24 hours. So you know, in the last 60 seconds here, what, what would be the impact to the small business person if TikTok was to go away? Uh, probably not a huge impact. There are not a lot of small business uh, people using TikTok. 
uh, again, it's a next generation thing, so it would continue to evolve until, you know, it, what these things do is, is generally a younger demographic are using it until uh, their parents get on and that sort of thing. Then they leave. And, right? and then they leave. So that seems to be the trend on most of these things. But uh, I, I don't think it's going to be a big impact, especially since, like I said, Instagram has introduced Instagram Reels, which is basically the same exact thing that TikTok does. Yet they have a lot, much, much larger, yeah, user much base. larger base. Yeah. So, so yeah, we wanted to chat about TikTok. I I don't think it's an issue, honestly. I I don't like the privacy thing. The 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 Chinese government gets a direct access to your mobile device. TikTok is primarily a a mobile app. It's not right. used on on desktops, and and that that's the reason why I didn't use it when when uh, when it's mostly out of the country and privacy is is unsecure i stay away from it so small business owners i don't think it's an issue don't if you're already on TikTok and that's your particular audience base shift over to instagram i i think you'll be much happier but today we're going to be talking about seven tips seven guerrilla marketing ideas these aren't new we're not going to break any new ground here with these tips but we need to reiterate them. I, I can't tell you, Phil, the number of times I meet with a business owner and I say, so so what are you doing to market your business right now? Uh, I got a website. Um, you know, yeah. I, I signed up for Facebook uh, six years ago um, and they haven't posted anything since. So it's important, I think, to reiterate, to restate the things that you have to do in business in order to keep yourself top of mind. And guerrilla marketing, I've always loved doing things on the cheap. I was that guy that I, I would hack the McDonald's mon menu. Mm -hmm. You know, I yeah. go I go way back to college <laughs> days where whatever the local takeout Chinese restaurant was, we would hack the menu to find out the most inexpensive meal that we could get. And you know, I could I could eat a full day at McDonald's for less than ten dollars a well. day. Now that was a long time ago, but for a guy my size, I think I was pretty successful. Yeah, and it's interesting. Uh, last week we kind of reviewed a little bit about a customer service, right? right? Which mm -hmm. we will start doing more and more as we move forward because, uh, I mean, 52 episodes, we're gonna have some repeat, not exactly in its entirety because these things change all the time. But yes, when you're talking about guerrilla marketing in, in this, case in this sense a lot of things we'll be talking about today aren't groundbreaking but i think we'll have a new twist on some of these things and i think so too yeah. so yeah i stated up front guerrilla marketing is you know creativity it it depends more on your imagination so so let me just kick this right off with yeah. kind of like the the granddaddy of the easiest of the easy uh, an email signature you know gmail if and you shouldn't be using gmail uh, as a business anyway, okay, branding-wise, right? But they do make it so easy to put your little signature on the bottom so that every single email you send and it says exactly how you want. That means a lot. Well, it does. And and in your signature, it's not just your name. It's not just your company. It's not just your phone number. Right. It is links to your social platform. Yep. It is links to your specials. It is announcements. It's quotes. Whatever you want to use. Now, obviously, we can't have a thousand words in your signature in your sign off <laughs> but the, the signature block is really prime real estate 
It really is. You know, when you look at heat charts, uh, there, there's eye tracking software that we put on monitors to watch people as they navigate the websites that we build. And people look at the top, then they, they go one line down over on the left hand and they scan over about halfway, and then they drop down to the bottom. And, and in email, it follows the same basic pattern. They look at the top, who's this from? Right. They look at right below that, who's the person sending me this, this email? And they'll skim the rest, and then they'll, they'll read the signature down below because the formality, us old guys, yeah. we want to see the formality. But that's prime real estate. If you don't have an email signature that highlights your highest revenue business service and or product, you're missing the boat. In a sense, it's kind of like having all your social buttons on your website really easy to see so people don't have to work for it. Same with your uh, signature on an email. And it shows a level of professionalism too, doesn't it? It does. Well, and also the difference. You know, the same gets boring. Mm -hmm. And, you know, if they come down sincerely, Ed (laughs) Bejarana, boring. (laughs) But if they see sincerely, Ed Bejarana, click here for free barbecue ribs. Yeah. I got them. Yeah, you do. You know, I, <laughs> I have to brag. I have made more money in my business because of my ability to barbecue. Yeah. I have made tens of thousands of dollars, probably over $100,000 in new business because I happen to be an expert barbecue chef. You know, I've been signing off my emails with gratitude, Phil, and then all the other garbage underneath that is necessary like mm-hmm. we're talking about right but it's still a lot of stuff but I, I and I do change this um, sometimes it's a continued success I, I really try not to say sincerely ever no I like cheers yeah that's, that's my a good favorite. one sure yeah, cheers that's yep. my favorite but you know use that space down there to introduce something to promote your business drive them to your website drive them to your social channels exactly Here's one. I'm gonna I'm gonna rely on you a little bit more for this, Phil, because I you know, I I like I use LinkedIn. I, I've had a LinkedIn account almost since LinkedIn was in beta. I mean, I go back to mm-hmm. pre-LinkedIn. Right. Uh, I knew the knew the founders. Knew well the original programmers. I didn't know the founder, but I knew the original programmers. They were friends of mine, and I liked LinkedIn then. That's 25 years ago. Right. Right. But. LinkedIn has groups and setting up a LinkedIn group gives you the opportunity to get past mm, that public ridicule that is often coming with just posting on the traditional social, the public social channel. But when you get people to participate in a group, to sign up with a group, they've chosen to be part of a deeper conversation. Yep. And now you're not going to get people picking apart your statements. But you know, from a social expert standpoint, tell me, tell our listeners a little bit about LinkedIn groups. So, uh, yeah. LinkedIn groups, much like Facebook groups, like you said, people come into your group by choice, and now you have a kind of a an exclusive set of eyeballs. Okay, so that's that's one upside for the groups. Um, I can't really think of a downside other than it's another another entity to manage. But I will say this, you should have a LinkedIn business page. Absolutely. Okay, you have a personal, 
have a business, okay? Now you get double bang your buck for your buck too. And I know I'm a little, going a little away from the groups. There's nothing really bad to say about the groups other than it's another entity to manage. But you know, you can put really good content on your business page, share it to your personal profile. It's fantastic. The, um, ex they're just, isn't a lot of competition hashtags work on LinkedIn as well. Right. So that's really helpful. And it is a level of, it's a little different level of professionalism. And yet you still can be yourself. You can still be your authentic self on LinkedIn. I don't think we're pushing, you know, ripped shorts and things like this, unless you're a, a boarder or something. Well, it's, it's, case, more, you know? it's more business appropriate. When, right. I, was, when I was writing this uh, list of seven, I, you know, I was sitting there staring, well, okay, what, why not a Facebook group instead of a LinkedIn group? And here's the reason. LinkedIn tells you who is looking at your profile. Not just that people have visited your profile, but in your LinkedIn uh, 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 notification feed, you see who has visited your profile. We don't get that information in Facebook. No. So setting up a group, you now will see anybody who clicks on your name and visits your profile. And now you can start a dialogue. Oh, Phil, I saw that you took a look at the article. I, I'm kind of curious, do you, do you have any, any thoughts on how we can improve this? And this? you certainly don't want to be spammy about this. No, of course and, not. And that is really the, the golden rule on all of this stuff on social is don't be spammy. And so many people do. It's the first reach out is in a spam spammy way. Don't do that. That's not what we're saying. Well, and this is a great segment to, to, to tip number three. Spam etiquette has got to carry across to all of these guerrilla marketing techniques. Because the next one, it's, it's a little less known. In fact, it's a lot less known than Facebook or, or LinkedIn groups. Uh, forums. Mm. Forums yeah. are like, to me, the hidden gold mine. You, you got to dig down under the surface a little bit, but once you hit that vein, once you get that silver or that gold vein, it just pays off galore. Right. Um, the, the best example I have, and I, that I want to hear from, from you, Phil, I was working with a client that built steel targets for shooting. This is okay. Salute Targets in Portland, Oregon, well, Beaverton. Um, and one of our most successful advertising campaigns was just going on the shooting forums and getting involved in the discussions that already took place. I never talked about Salute Targets. No. But Salute Targets was in my profile. And I just talked about guns. And I happen to be a gun enthusiast. I'm a pretty good shooter. I have several guns. I'm not a collector, but I like to shoot. And uh, because of my ability to dialogue, because of my knowledge in the area, people clicked on my profile what's this salute targets so it, it's a very uh, subliminal marketing approach but people get to know you because of your input on the forum in the discussion and and what's the adage uh, know like and trust you exactly I, I mean we could say that forever and ever and ever and that is been this way through all marketing no matter what marketing you're doing it's all under the under the umbrella of know, like, and trust. Now, forums come in many shapes and, and sizes and looks and everything. I, I would consider Twitter a forum, a huge forum. But seriously, what you said right now is absolutely true. And you can hashtag 
what you're looking for. And there's all of your prime comments that all you have to do is respond within a non-salesy thing. And then at some point, someone looks at you and says, what this guy's really knowledgeable and sees what you're about that's uh, and they have tweet chats as well and then it really gets specific and that is very fast but it's all under this forum model right yeah and, and you're right to the hashtags on twitter certainly allow you to drill down to the discussions but the problem with twitter is it's still a public forum it's that's still, right it's still a public chat Whereas, uh, for example, my wife is an avid knitter. Mm -hmm. she, she teaches knitting here locally. She's got several students. She's, in fact, she's at a knitting group right now over at, a, a, believe it, a dog training place. The dog fanciers. They're knitting dog they're knitting sweaters. They're knitting dog fanciers. <laughs> Winter is coming. <laughs> but there's a forum that's out of the beaten path. People have to actively work to get there. They sign up for the forum. And you, you to find the forum, you just... Type forum colon and your subject, and and there's forums forums on every subject. You know, there's thousands and thousands of associations, and every association has multiple forums because somebody has their version that they want to talk about, and they don't want to get interrupted by that public stream of morons that are just trying to chime in with stupid stuff. They want serious discussion. And and when I when I say the thing about the tweet chat, that is hashtag specific. Right, and so you generally don't get that public stuff. No, but the, I, the tweet chat is better. Right, but. and and I and I see what you're saying. With that said, you might get some people of interest that come into in come into that funnel of what you're talking about from outside. So there are pros and cons. Right, but I absolutely agree with what you're saying. Okay. Hey, we're going to take a break and thank our sponsor at F1 for help. We have made it very convenient for our customers for the last 20 years. We have a storefront for our walk-in clients and for problems that can only be resolved at your residence or place of business, we will come to you. And as long as your internet connection is working reasonably fast and with your permission, of course, we have remote control utilities that allow us to connect to your computer and work on it from our offices. Sometimes a quick peek is all it takes to get you and your computer back up and running. For more information or to get started, visit our website at www.f1forhelp.net or give us a call at 208-687-0183. That's 208-687-0183. At F1 for Help, we're fond of saying we clean windows, but we're not janitors. So next on our list... This one, it's too obvious to miss, but but it's also counterintuitive, isn't it? It, it, is, one of those, <laughs> it is one of those things that small business people just ignore. A product giveaway. Yeah. Product and or service giveaway. So one of the things I do in my business, and Phil's been in the room when I've given this presentation, so he can attest to the effectiveness of this approach. When I'm in a networking group and I'm introducing myself, I tell them, and one of the things that I do is I build websites for nonprofit organizations for free. I don't charge them anything. I, I, it's time dependent. I, I work on 12 to 15 a year. But if it's a nonprofit organization, if it's a cause that I can get behind, I'll build you a website for free. So, and it fits in your schedule, like yeah, you said. Yeah. So, and I get a lot of business. Sure. You know, I look at it from the standpoint of, yeah, I'm helping a good cause. So I get a tax write-off because it is a 
501c3. Right. So, you know, it's not Bob that's just not making any money. Right. That's a different nonprofit. Exactly. <laughs> that's right. And, and we do not advocate for those nonprofits. No, we no. want you to make money. We want if you to that's make what money. you're in the business to do. But for the nonprofit organizations, I build a website for free. And there are hundreds of them. And they all have boards of directors. Mm. I've built hundreds and hundreds of these websites. And I have always gotten pay gigs from them. Yeah. And so... If you've got a product or service that you can give away, doesn't take too much out of your daily life, it is the best form of marketing you can do for your business. Okay, so there are a few caveats to this. It's It can't be a water bottle that you just finished drinking and put the cap back on and say, here is a free water bottle. Yeah, it can't suck. Okay, don't do that. In fact, it should have some perceived value. Um, if you can, if it can have perceived value and you don't have a lot of out of pocket, that's a win-win, right? Right. So, well, well but you, you, you will have out of pocket and you notice I didn't say promotional product giveaway. It's a product or service giveaway. Right. I give a thousand dollar website away for free. That's right. I give time. Time is the most expensive thing. You we don't get have. that back ever. And I give that, that away for free. Yeah. And not most of the time the nonprofits require a lot of time. Right. Um, but it comes back in spades. So even if, let me use my uh, proverbial plumber mm -hmm. as an example. Yep. Uh, if you are not servicing seniors for free at least once a week, you are missing the boat. Your system is clogged. <laughs> see, what, see what I did there? <laughs> I did see what yeah. you did there. Yeah, yeah. I almost threw up a little bit, but right. yeah, okay. But you should be doing, and then you got to talk about it. You got to promote it. And the way you talk about it is you promote the service. So, senior citizens on limited incomes, I will provide free plumbing services. Right. You pay the costs, I pay the labor. And that will get you known far and wide. Small businesses, feel that they're going to be taken advantage of. But the idea is you're in charge. Right. If you don't have the time, you don't have the time. Put them on a waiting list. You get to service them when you have the service. It's, this isn't emergency service. I don't build websites for nonprofit organizations overnight. The, these are scheduled out. And you, as your business, you have that opportunity. You know, you we're, we're calling this uh, title of this episode Seven Online Guerrilla Marketing Tips to Skyrocket Website Conversions, right? Yep. Uh, if you haven't got an ebook that you've written and you should be an expert enough in your field to write an ebook, and they could be the 13 tips for fill in the blank, 17 ways to fill in the blank, whatever it is. I didn't know there were 17 ways to fill in a blank. Well, there are. I'm not going to mention all of them. I guess there's a pen. There's a pencil. <laughs> you can fill it in with a PDF writer, um, a sticker. There's uh, four. So Ed covered four. Uh, we're running out of time with the other 13. But, okay, how about three ways of filling in a blank? Fill in the blank. Anyway, Ed takes things so literally. So uh, if you have an ebook and it's got to be of value, give away the ebook. Absolutely. You know what I mean? I mean, seriously. And don't have it be a bunch of crap. No, have don't, it, don't have an ebook that's a sales manual. Exactly. Have it, have it really have some good content in right. there. So. so this one is a little tougher for folks who are not technically proficient. However, <laughs> like me, with Zoom, 
this has become a lot easier. You know, 15 bucks a month, you have access to a resource that will allow you to put on free live webinars. Now you just finished one and yours oh. was recorded and you used a rather expensive system in order to deliver to hundreds and hundreds of people simultaneously. But for the small business person who gets their business through training, my business happens, your business is one of those as well. You can put on a Zoom session, again for free, don't charge for this, this is an opportunity to build relationships. You can, without leaving your home, deliver a high quality seminar using Zoom. So a couple things, one, there is a free version of Zoom. You don't need to pay for Zoom if what you're going to be doing is a training. Yeah, if you're going to do one-on-one, -on -one, exactly, no problem. Exactly, right. Now, if you want to do more than three people. Yeah, three people, I think there's 45-minute limit. Yeah, it's a 40-minute like yeah. limit. But even then, you know, a 30-minute training session. For sure. But, and going back to the LinkedIn um, deal, there is, most of the LinkedIn stuff we were talking about is free. There are paid packages too. Most small businesses don't need those. Right. They really don't. I just wanted to add that. Yeah. But with Zoom, you could do paid or not paid, but even the paid is 15 bucks a month. And Ed, yeah, we used Hey Summit as the platform to deliver, but every one of the, well, you know, 95% of those 34 speakers, we did an actual Zoom recording with. Right. And it was fantastic. And I had the control to be able to put those in. No one didn't show up for those presentations because right. we already had them. Well, and, and one tip. Uh, in fact, I just watched the August edition. Zoom has a training series. So if you go to support.zoom.us and search for training, there's a video, Train the Teachers, Zoom for Teachers. It's a 45 minute video and they show you everything you need to know about using Zoom to teach a class. How to use breakout rooms, how to regenerate reports, so you know who was there. How to how share to, your screen. How to share your screen, <laughs> how to record everything. And they're high quality recordings. So don't miss out on that. Now this next one again. Can I, can I just put a little quickie? Wrap it up with a bow. Okay. So I'm about to record a Zoom video of how to put on a summit using Hey Summit. Wow. Because there was no uh, uh, recent training that I could find anywhere. It was all from 8 to 12 months ago. Well, that was well before Technology COVID. is different. Yeah, and this is a completely different animal. And so, yeah, I'm going to do that. And they know I'm going to do it too because I've told them that. Well, you know, and that's a great segue. Okay. Video content. Yes. Tip number six, video content. Your cell phone is a tool for marketing. Now, <laughs> we go back a few episodes. Phil and I had an argument. We generally have a disagreement. Well, Are we going to argue? Yeah, I think so. Okay. Think so. <laughs> Phil was saying we should just do selfies oh. and video. And, that one, yeah. And, and, and produce the marketing. And I was like, yeah, no. You can do unprofessional without looking stupid, but you don't want to look stupid. No. So, but when you're creating video content, notice I'm not saying do a self video or do a video of you talking. That's kind of dumb. You know, just you sitting there talking to the video, trying obviously to sell it. That's just going to be seen for what it is. 
It's just an attempt to sell something. And those are the videos that get 10 or 15 views over a five-year period of time. They're a complete, utter waste of time. The videos that get views are the videos that inspire people to take action, that inspire people to be better than they are, to eat better, to exercise, uh, you know, to a fat guy. The, the idea of a video, watching a video to exercise, that's got to be a rock solid video. <laughs> but you think about, I have watched videos that were about exercise and they're inspirational messages. No, I didn't go out and jog. I can't. But they were inspirational messages. And you can bet the companies that produce those are on my radar. Video content with the power of the cell phone you have oh, it's, in your it's pocket, huge. you can do, do some pretty darn amazing stuff. And for that matter, even if it's not you on camera, I received this video from one of my clients this week on a thumb drive. I swung by, picked up a thumb drive. It was just a slideshow mm -hmm. with music. And the slideshow was of their clients. They happened to be um, providing job sources for people that are mentally disabled. Uh, great, great program. And it's just an inspirational video. There's no words. There's no voiceover. There's no captions. It's just pictures of people in life-changing situations. And if you have pictures, you have 30 pictures, 20 pictures, whatever it's going to be, and you have... Uh... Uh, five seconds per picture. You got to fade out, fade in. It's simple, really, movie editing. Put a little audio track underneath. Those tools are built into Windows and, P and Macintosh. Yeah, they are. And so uh, that is fantastic. How about your proverbial plumber, though? When they go to a job and they see the reason they are there is because of a, of a solder joint that didn't hold because mm -hmm. it wasn't done right. Pull out that cell phone. S pull out the cell phone and you can be on there if you're the face of your business and say, look, we are here for, no one has to see the house, the mm -hmm. address or anything, but they see your expertise in fixing this and it can be a before after and you can explain what is wrong with this and we're gonna go ahead and fix this up and this person will be so happy and move forward. That gives you expertise expertise, credibility, everything. Authenticity. Authenticity. And it's all from the little device that we all have in our pocket that is getting better and better and better quality. How often do you pull out your SLR these days? That's right. Yeah. I mean, really, <laughs> seriously. I mean, there are time and a place for it. but That almost sounds pornographic. <laughs> Ed, put your SLR away. That's right. <laughs> We're in a Christian radio station here. Close the blinds. <laughs> so the last of our seven online guerrilla marketing tips is uh, really it's not the last out of order of importance it's just last because i wanted to wrap on this one images we are in a graphic world like it or not we're in a situation where your target audience has a very short attention span and making a long sales presentation is just not going to resonate with most of your target customers if you can capture the essence of your message in a single picture, what is it? Picture's worth a thousand words. Oh, we yeah. already know that one. But now the trick. Okay, so you've heard that tip a thousand times. Right. I'm not breaking new ground here like nope. I told you up front. So then the question is, okay, Ed, so how do I create that dang graphic? Do you have any tools? You know, as a matter of fact, I'm going to mention a couple of them. Okay. Adobe Spark is right now my favorite. Adobe Spark... They've got access to free pictures 
through uh, Pixabay, I think it is. There's there's several of them on there. there. Yeah, yeah. But it, it's got easy. And these are li- lifetime license to use. They're lifetime right. licenses Which, to use. That's a really critical thing to say. You build it online on a website, so no software to to download required. They've already got all of the sizes for every conceivable social networking uh, software package. Updated. Uh, so when const- they when they change, it's been updated. It's been updated. They catalog them. It's easy to build. I'm not going to say it. There's no learning curve. There's some learning curve. Sure. So once you learn how to use the program, you got all of the tools necessary to create valuable images. And best part, you don't have to subscribe to Adobe in order to get Adobe Spark. The free version, they're going to brand Adobe down at the bottom. But I've seen advertisements, very effective advertisements, that have the Adobe branding as well as the company branding. So can you put the logo over the Adobe branding? No, you can't. It's, <laughs> it's watermarked on. But the subscribing to it, now here's the best part. For 10 bucks a month, mm-hmm. not only do you get Adobe Spark, but you get Photoshop and Lightroom. So for $120 a year, you could have the power of Photoshop along with the flexibility of Adobe Spark to create these graphics. What about you? You got you got some software suggestions? Uh, I've got an app that I use all the time. And literally, Ed, if I need a picture, a meme, if you will, like with a great quote for one of my clients, I go to WordSwag. I go to WordSwag. In fact, I was just looking up because we have this uh, debate in our house whether yeah, it's $4.99 a month or $4.99 to purchase. Uh, I got it when it was free. And literally, I can create a meme, and this will make you so happy in under a minute. Wow. I like efficiency. I know. Now, it's not the most creative, but like I will type in in the search, uh, okay, a a recent one that I did for a client who had was doing summertime barbecues, should make you happy, uh, had the last one. He's wiping his mouth. It just makes him drool just thinking of barbecue. I'm like a dog seeing a treat. <laughs> so Thursday night barbecues, right? And it was their last one. And so the next week I put, um, I created a meme with a barbecue that had a bunch of white smoke, right? So it had been, um, it had gone out. And I said, for now, our Thursday evening barbecues have been snuffed out. Just on that. That's all I, I, I said. Well, we'll be back next year sort of thing. And put their logo on it. And you can move the image around so you can have exactly what you want in it. Make it bigger, smaller. I may, It took me probably three minutes to do that. But you can make them so quickly. And you are actually creating an image that you can use down the road. Right. And you can use your own images as well. Right, right. But that's the beauty of these things. And get good at it because it really... The, if I can do it, Ed, anybody can do it. So quick review here. we got email signatures, a LinkedIn group, forums, product giveaways, free live webinars, video content, and images. There's your seven online guerrilla marketing tips. But you know what? I know you have some bonus. I'm not done. I know. But I'm not I, done. I have a bonus in there too. But you know, the reason why I'm not done okay. is because when I go to a buffet, <laughs> I'm never done. You know? What do you... So, how did you enjoy your meal, Ed? It was great. Did you save any room for dessert? Absolutely. 
So, but these aren't online, so that's why I didn't put that's, them up. The... That's why I want to do this one real quick because oh, it is online. Okay. Okay, real quick. So this is the eight online. Yeah, but this is tip. no. This is number one. This is bonus online and, bonus. Yeah, bonus. Yes. Go so for just it. before the dessert, just that last bite of the main course. Because here's the deal. I can't eat and one more bite. You can have this bite. I'm gonna fart. This... <laughs> Jeez, Louise. <laughs> So this is what happens when we're in a new setting. You know, all hell breaks loose. Uh, here's the deal. I know you don't believe in this because you're moving away from Facebook. But as long as Facebook is still a player, that Facebook pixel on your website is huge. Oh, you have to have it. I agree. Yeah, because you can now retarget who visits your, your, your website page. It shows up on your... I mean, there's just so many pluses. Ed, we had one of our speakers that came from Amsterdam and did a demo on businesses here in Coeur d'Alene out of the 20 websites that he checked, one had a pixel. Had a pixel. It was Ryan Bones with Beyond Bones Chiropractic because wow. he's really good. Nobody else. I mean, we're talking car dealerships who should have a pixel. Nobody had a Facebook pixel. Wow. So get it done it's easier than ever to, to put it on your uh, website i'm sorry i had to add that in you had to throw that in i there. did you know just at a <laughs> funny <laughs> facebook continues to contact me I know. they contacted me again today <laughs> any chance we can get you to pump up some advertising and i wrote right back cuz this one was email uh-huh nope <laughs> so bonus tips offline, offline. This, this is coming from a conversation i had a week ago friday because I'm talking with a client that we need to go beyond the digital world. And you, so do you. Yes. Your business is more than just in the digital world. In fact, if all of your eggs are in the digital basket, that's going to be kind of a messy scramble. We've never said only go this direction no, when right. you're marketing. It's like spread it out. If one of them's not working, you still got those others. So here are my three tried and true been working for decades guerrilla marketing tips number one number one yard signs yard signs placed in a strategic location by themselves in a field at a corner of a busy intersection there is just nothing better from branding perspective number two you all have seen them you've all probably used them so i gotta remind you this isn't new posters with tear-offs at a coffee shop, you see all those little... Even in the grocery store. Yeah. You know, just This a, costs nothing. Nothing. You print it in-house. And it, with a simple little tear-off, either with your phone number, my preferred, or a web address, not, not preferable, but a phone number, you're talking to them. You're going to close the deal, not your website. Right. And then my all-time favorite door hangers i'll kick you off a porch but yeah well there was this guy walking around the neighborhood the other day <laughs> hanging out door hangers and you you got can i follow can i do this yeah. with you but it's still my favorite because it's a high quality graphic it's a low cost piece to produce the cost per customer acquisition just cannot be beat the only thing better than those three are trade show marketing but those three short of going to the trade show is really the the staple that's that's your go-to thing too often small businesses feel stuck with pay-per-click or newspaper advertising as their only options however small business has more options when it comes to marketing and more freedom to try new things the stumbling block is usually creativity and time 
Budget in one hour guerrilla marketing time each week. Put it on your calendar and don't miss the appointment. Subscribe to sites like freepick.com or Adobe Stock. Download apps like Canva or Spark and make creating advertising graphics part of your every week activity. Turn to YouTube and learn what you need to get those things done. If you're struggling with creating good-looking graphics, turn to graphic artists to bring your already started idea to life. Sites like Fiverr and Upwork can help make the process more affordable. The key to success in guerrilla marketing is participation. You will not win if you don't play. You got an after-dinner drink for us today, Phil? I do. You know, we didn't even talk too much about Canva, did we? But that's okay. That can be for another episode. Another episode. Yeah. Uh, so this has everything to do with being creative in your marketing. And you can't just try something and say, it didn't work. Okay? You have to have some perseverance. So today's after-dinner drink, perseverance, is the hard work you do after you get tired of doing the hard work you already did. Newt Gingrich. Outstanding. Well, that is it for today's episode. Thank you for listening, and remember to eat hearty in business. At F1 for Help, we offer a variety of services in-house and on-site, ranging from estimates to our popular general maintenance program and reloading your operating system as part of a wipe and reload. If you want to take the cost out of IT, we recommend signing up for the F1 for Help Manages Services program. If you have any questions, please give F1 for Help a call at 208-687-0183. Thank you for listening to today's episode of the Business Buffet Podcast. If you came in hungry for some substantial business nuggets, we hope we left you satisfied. Pardon me. We invite you to visit our website, businessbuffet.page. Until next time, we hope you eat hearty in business.